0: Good morning. It's Friday, November 11th. It is veterans day. So thank you to all the veterans and key point today, we will not have a day like yesterday. Um, part of the reason yesterday was crazy was bond rates. Um, bond rates went down and I think the 10 years at about 3.5 something, um, that's going to get to 5%. So, uh, when you hear analysts tell you, uh, take a break. This is when you identify your short to medium term stocks, um, that you want to quote unquote dump. You want to take some profits. You want to tax loss harvest. That's what this is for. That's what these rallies are for. Uh, it's the largest one day dollar drop in the history of the new, uh, of, of the U S dollar. Um, that's, Another reason why it went up is because the dollar became, you know, all, you hear all these earnings calls about um, companies uh, declaring a loss because of currency issues. Well, that's when they take a foreign currency and convert it back to the dollar. When the dollar is worth, um, you know, a strong dollar is bad. Trump was famous in his first 30 days by calling the uh, treasury sector secretary and going, is a strong dollar bad? Don't we want a strong dollar? Isn't that a good thing? <clears throat> you do to a certain extent. So, um, but re- remember, home prices are falling, rates are rising. You're going to see things level off. You will absolutely 100% see things level off. Remember, two, slowing means slowing. So just because the Fed is moving, most likely with the CPI data, what it indicated yesterday is that the Fed will not do another 75-point rate increase in December, they most likely will do a 50-point rate increase in December. Remember what's happened the last two times when they, it was quote-unquote factored in for a 75-point basis um, rate increase. The market crashed both times on that day, both in September and October. Uh so or I'm sorry October and November there wasn't any meeting in September but October and November it crashed so do not think that a 50 point rate increase is automatically priced in when the Fed announces that you could see a crash again uh this could be a year end rally we do have and I'll take a look at it right now uh when we look at spy uh because that's typically what you know it's a broad based kind of market thing you had a cross up yesterday at 390. Uh, right now you are trading, let's look at Active Trader Pro, uh, 3956 is where SPX is, 3956. You had a cross up at 390 in the afternoon yesterday. That's a, a fairly good indication, specifically with my algorithm, uh, that we are on, on, on track for a run. The problem is when you look at that 200 day, you're just crossing it. Look at the last run that we had. It hit that 200 day and then it failed. Um, Look at this run. It hit that 200 day and then it failed. Um, You know, look at this. It went over that 200 day and then it failed. So this is just a four hour timeline. But that 200 day is key. It still hasn't moved to an upward directory. So we're still in a down market. So I want you to be careful. Um, If you have things that you should take profit on, Take profit on them. Absolutely. 100% take profit on. um, uh, Hide user on this channel. Um, And we will uh, remove. Okay. Um, So I deleted that message on YouTube Live. But again, I thank you guys for your tips yesterday. I got a bunch of folks who gave me tips. So thank you so much for that one. Uh, I am happy when you guys make money. Uh, that There's nothing that brings me more joy. I got a shout out on Twitter. Uh, I forget from somebody um, saying, hey, I'm part of his morning, his or hers, I forget, uh, morning routine. I'm always happy to spend my mornings with you guys. And if you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, uh, or if you're in the Facebook live group, uh, Facebook, I'm sorry, Facebook uh, private group, you saw I had Apple Jacks for breakfast. I'm freaking exhausted. Uh, fat fat shamed Gary from Apple yesterday. Went and had Apple Jacks for breakfast um, because it was such a big day yesterday. Um, year end rally. I don't know that we're in for that. That that two hundred day kind of scares me. Uh, you have crypto falling. Um, you have again rates are going up, home prices going down. You have this leveling off of things, uh, but. You've got some bullish things too. Uh, China easing COVID, oil's gonna fly. Uh, your your casinos are gonna fly. Um, those are things that that you can take a look at, and and there there's some catalysts in this market. So I think you 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 know SOXL. Let's look at SOXL because AMD is up two percent in pre market. Uh, SOXL. You've still got a pretty good move going on with some really good confirmation. The problem is you're outside the Bollinger Bands. I think you're going to hit that 200 day at 13 and, and be done. Uh, but this is a great look. The gap got filled. The gap got filled. This is a great one. I was going to start the podcast with all of my uh, recent winners. Why not? Let's look at some of these. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Let's look at the winners. I'm going to scroll down here because I was just listing, listing the winners. Uh, SPG. This is one I told you when it dipped under 100. You absolutely should buy this one. I, I alerted you. The algorithm said 91.25. Uh, this is one that I personally am, am, have traded in the past. I haven't necessarily traded it recently. I am sorry that I haven't traded it. I would not get into this one right now. But at 91, you topped out here at 121 just yesterday. 91 to 121. It's a huge, huge move. Uh, Let's look at Goldman Sachs. I said, Goldman Sachs, the book value is below 300. When it dipped down here below 300 and it gave you that buy, I said, you should buy it. Uh, I told you, do not get out of this one right here. It's just a matter of time. When it's under 300, you should buy it. If you didn't sell it up here at 313, for a decent game, uh, and then buy back in at some point, you should have. Because 307, you're trading at 378 right now. 300 to 378. Do that math in your head. Uh, Bank of America. I said when this one dips closer to 30, you should absolutely buy it. We got under 30 to 29 on October 12th. I said, hey, here's the cross up at 3153. You're at 3813 right now. It's a 20% move right there. Um, Boyle. We've talked about Boyle. I love Boyle. I have not traded Boyle. You could be in and out of this one for easily 20-30%. Um, right around 40. Uh, I said when it got to 50, you should absolutely sell it. That was the right call. You haven't had a secondary buy-in, but you're at 40 right now in the pre-market. Boyle is one that has been going well. TQQQ, I said anytime it's under 20. You should buy it anytime it's over twenty. You should sell it. We got a buy in yesterday at twenty dollars and seventy cents uh, in pre market. Right now, TQQQ is twenty one eighty three. So you're a dollar above that. You're five percent above it. <clears throat> um, it's got all the confirmation. It's not outside the Bollinger Bands. If you think, you know, look at the spy, uh, and we're just hitting the two hundred. The, the NASDAQ has a little bit more room to run because it's so much further down. I was looking at SPY. Uh, SPY was down, uh, I think, 16% year-to-date. The The NASDAQ was down 28% year-to-date. So you do have some room to run. Uh, TQQQ is one SOXL. Um, this is one that we're still currently in this run. Uh, I instructed some folks yesterday, listen, if you've made your 10 15%, Maybe get out. It's trading outside the Bollinger Bands right here. Uh, it's a little hard to believe that this is going to go back up to the 200 day. But I think the top run of this is 1333. You decide where you want to take, um, take your profit. But I've been telling you to buy this one since $7.27. This has been a great, great stock. Uh, one that I told you to buy and hold, uh, but you could be, have a significant gain on, is Coke at $55. You've got a, a blue chip stock that provides you solid growth over the years. This is one of uh, Warren Buffett's staples. It's at $60. It's right at that 200 day. It's probably going to sit there at 60, maybe bounce back down to 55, add half your, half of it, half of it. So um, yeah, uh, Coke. Let's see. Next one, Meta. And these are the, just the ones that I remembered in the last five minutes, by the way. Meta, I, I, you know, 95.32, you're at 110, 111. It's at one, 109.85. It's finally coming down. Um, you know, it's down 2% today just because it's gone on such a run. I, I, I would not be surprised today if we see a slight pullback. Um, yesterday's was crazy. I think I wound up 8.2% up. Um, and that's not a flex because I am 30% down year to date. So it's not a flex whatsoever. So, um, but let's look at, oh, there is a, here, Peru put out a great one. Um, And and you should absolutely read this thread. Historically, no bear market ended while the Fed Fed was still raising the Fed rates. Uh, Unless this time is different, which again, there could be a first time for everything. This bounces a relief rally and indices should decline to new lows. If long-dated U.S. Treasury yields stop rising, growth stocks likely to bottom before the S and P. It's important to know, uh, you know. Again, we've talked about all of these bounces. It, it hits your, you know. Hey, uh, it, we're finally on this route. What yesterday does show you is there's a lot of money on the sideline. There's a lot of people hoping for a bounce. Um, that's that's clear. So a- as long as we start getting these these bounces. Um, you know, trade a little bit. There, there, nobody ever got super wealthy trading their entire portfolio, but people do get wealthy trading portions of their portfolio. You want to identify, we talk about that 40-40-20 principle that I have. 40% is just buy and hold. You look at it every now and then. 40%, you, and by every now and then, I mean like three to five years. Uh, you have the mid-range, maybe six months to a year. You're kind of reevaluating these, taking profits every now and then. Um, You know, if you do see a big downturn, uh, you could take a little bit off the table if you see that in the future. If they're, you know, projecting earnings won't be good and you see a 5% downturn and you think it's going to go down to 10, 15%, take a little bit off the table. Um, You want to look at your tax situation as well. So... You know, and then there's the ones where you just trade the TQQ. You don't want to hold a TQQQ long term. Um, Bia Behaza on, I love his YouTube channel, by the way. He is fantastic. Um, he's been holding TQQQ through since like 2020. And, and, you know, that's somebody who just doesn't understand. He's a guy that probably should be in the S&P and just buy it. Um, he's a great day trader, great YouTuber. Bia Heza is his name. I love his stuff. Um, but this, this is a good one. Days like today don't happen in bull markets and by no means, yeah, this is a, I forget who, who wrote this, but this is a quote that I, I I copied my notes. Days like today don't happen in bull markets, uh, which means we're still in a bear market. And if I go back to spy and show you, we're still in and we'll just go to the daily because the daily is a good, good indication of where you are with that 200 day. See? You're still in a bear market. It's still downward trending. The 50-day, even after yesterday, is still downtrending. The 9 and the 21 are the only short ter- uh, only lines that are moving up. That means you're in a short-term bull market, but you're in a long-term bear market. And in a long-term bear market, uh, these bounces happen. Uh, we'll go back to the beginning of the year. Look, you had your downturn kind of used that 200-day as support because we were still in a bull market right there. Uh, Once it broke through that 200-day, you could kind of see there, we hit the 200-day. It failed. We go back up. Didn't quite hit the 200-day. Came close to the 50-day. Failed. Then we're we're down here at the June lows, and we had that enormous summer rally, but it used that 200-day as resistance and failed back to the 50-day. And then tried to break out, but had to go below that 50-day again. Now we're in this realm, and we're just at the 50-day. You're not even at the 200-day. The 200-day is at 407 on SPY. And you've got this gap here between 403 and 407. You could go up there today. It's not too far. You're trading at 394. That's not a crazy, crazy move. Um, but you could go up there today. Just saying... Um. You know, it, it, short-term rallies in a, a bear market are not unusual. But again, back to the quote. Days like that today don't happen in bull markets. It is by no means a signal to pile into stocks in 2000 to 2002. And you remember 2000 to 2002 was the dot bomb. The NASDAQ had 14 up days of 6% or more. And you would have, been ha- have to have been wrong 14 times if you thought the bottom was in. Fourteen times let's go back and look at uh let's look at a monthly of QQQ because we'll go back and look at uh, that two thousand period. Uh, I don't want the four hour because that ain't going to bring me back to two thousand. We'll go back to monthly. Uh, so here, two thousand. see, you want all of these candles, all of these little bull runs were fake outs. And it took you to 2002 to actually get a, 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 a run. So why don't you be careful? Um, I don't mean to throw cold water on this. But China, there, there is some good news. Russia is pulling out of certain portions of Ukraine. Um, the, 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 the inflation rate is down. The, the Fed may not raise rates. The dollar is, is weakening uh, from its super strong position. China is opening up. The problem is, with the bond rates down, the 10-year has to come back up, which will push the NASDAQ down, which will push those high multiple stocks down. So, let's look at some stocks. UMC and DHI for Corey on Instagram. UMC is United Microelectronics. Um, Oh, I think I did this yesterday. Um, Did I do this yesterday? Yeah, I did this yesterday for Corey. I liked UMC. With that 11% dividend. Look at that. Look at that move from yesterday. Holy cow. Kudos. Kudos to Corey. That's why he was yelling at me on Instagram on that one. Um, Let's do one for Tom. Uh, RMBS. Rambus. Let me see what Rambus does. Tom types me this stuff, but I never know what these companies do. Technology. It's a Semiconductor. Um, provide semiconductor products in the United States, Taiwan, South Korea. The company offers DDR memory interface chips. Um, I have no idea what this means. It's semiconductor. Oh, God. But look at this. Uh, Rembus. You had a buy-in here at 27. You're at 37 right now. What scares me is you're starting to get the button hook. You're, You're touching. You went outside the Bollinger Bands. You came back in. This is a huge, huge one. Um, you are not making money. The forward PE is 29. Price to sales, nine. Doesn't have a dividend. It's up 27% year to date. is a chip company that's up 27% year to date. <laughs> I mean, look at Qualcomm. Um, down 34% year to date. Look at NVIDIA. Uh, down 46% year to date. Uh, AMD, down 52% year to date. And then you got Rambus. Up 27% year to date. Uh, go and look at some of the analysts. Rosenblatt buys. Price target of 35. They're at 37. Uh, I think it's had its run. Beat expectations November 9th. Should you buy Rambus now from Simply Wall Street? Um, those are That's kind of the Zach's thing. Look at some of those articles. I think you've had your run. I think it needs a break from 27 up to 37. My guess is you need a break. Um, but year to date, this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal stock. Um, even, put, let's pull it back. This is just four-hour candles. And you go back to January here where you were trading. You were in a trading range between 20 and 25. Uh, other than this March run up to 32. But you're back up there at 35. I think you got too many gaps in this one. Take a bit off the table. Um, by the way, the VIX... I talk about um, uh, Uvixi. We're 23 on the VIX. Typically in these runs, the VIX will bottom out between 21 and, and 19. So if you see the VIX hit somewhere in the neighborhood of 21, get out. Uh, assume, you know, do your inverse ETFs. Uh, let's see. Um, bu- 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 bu. Bond rates hanging. I looked at Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan. You know what? Let's look at a crypto. Let's move into crypto. Uh, Mara. Mara's one that I've loved here. For some reason, you know, since it got you out there, you did get in at 1134. I I tagged you on that one. You moved up to 15. And, you know, with that button hook, I kind of said get out. At some point, you should have gotten out. Um... Right now, it has no confirmation. It's still down. There is no way I would buy into this right now, specifically Friday before a weekend with the FTX situation. If you haven't heard um, and you haven't seen my meme on the private Facebook group, you should go look at it. It's slightly inappropriate. Uh, But um, Sam bankman Freed it looks like, took investors' money, not even investors, deposits, um, and used it to buy other crypto assets. Anthony Scaramucci was uh, pretty much sweating under his shirt for the hour long, you know, the 30 minute interview that he did on CNBC. Yeah, SkyBridge does not have blah, 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 whatever. Scaramucci was running scared. Um, it sounds like he's got a significant um, uh, liquidity issue, like FTX does as well. Uh, that guy, I I wouldn't trust that guy. Well, you can do what you want. Um, but Scaramucci, just not a big fan. Uh, but you don't have confirmation here on Mara. So I wouldn't buy it until you actually get some confirmation. See, it's above the Bollinger. It's above the nine day. You really want that. It's clinging onto this 200 day. And so while you're below the 200 day, that 50 days about to cross under, Uh, I'll keep an eye on this one for next week, and I like this a little bit better than some of the um, crypto ETFs that I'm going to talk about, just because Mara actually has a product and service that is tangible. It mines. This is a miner. So what they do is they hold cryptocurrency, and and they basically, you know, they compute the calculations that supply the uh, the blockchain, the process to actually, you know, exchange money, exchange coins. So I like it. Mara is a a good, good um, investment in my mind. The problem is they're not making money either. Um. Oh, I don't want to go to the map. Boy, the heat map's not even open up yet. But Mara, they're not making money. Their forward PE is 11. They're down 70% year to date. Uh, their uh, book value is six dollars and three cents. They're trading at nine dollars, so the company's worth almost nothing. Um, you know, unless cryptocurrency is a viable product. So, but I do like Mara. Uh, they are the top one as far as the uh the miners, as far as I know. Uh, GBTC, I'm stuck in this one because of tax issues. Uh, you are on the bottom end of the Bollinger Bands. There's no reason to buy this one. Uh, it has not it moved big yesterday. You can see that big green candle in the afternoon, which is five percent move. Um, you can see the volume picking up. still wouldn't take a chance, not through the weekend. ETHE, which is Ethereum. Uh, these are this is one that I own as well. I think I have somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 is where I bought this one. I've ridden it all the way down. Eh, it is what it is. I wouldn't buy these. I wouldn't hold these. These are like TQQQ. These lose so much money just through holding them. It's not worth it. Uh, You can trade them, though. Absolutely trade them. The volatility is great. And remember, as traders, that's what we want. We want volatility. Uh, BITI and BITO. BITO is the long version of Bitcoin. And you can see how it's come down. Yesterday's bounce. You had some good moves. Still don't have confirmation. Wouldn't hold it through the weekend. B-I-T-I is the short version of, uh, of Bitcoin. You see how it pumped up, came down. Wouldn't buy this one. Wouldn't hold it through the weekend. Um, but those are, those are your crypto ones. Those are the ones that I would take a look at. Uh, let's see. We're going to go to Boyle. Is Boyle a buy here? I don't think I'd hold it through the weekend. And I say, I, I don't think I'd hold it through the weekend because I think while, while temperatures are going down, while there is some indication that energy will go up, I got to send you guys the YouTube video I, I, <clears throat> I watched from Bloomberg that has energy. Let me take a drink of water. <clears throat> but <clears throat> it goes over how Europe has kind of cornered itself into this energy crisis. Um, Natural gas is like that, you know, and why the U.S. can't necessarily export everything and supply the natural gas that Europe needs. It's, you know, the EU is one thing. Individual countries are another. They're going to bitch and complain, blah, blah, blah. But, Boyle, in my mind, I think you want to stay out of this for the weekend. I don't think you want to hold B-O-I-L or K-O-L-D for the weekend. Same goes for T-Q-Q-Q and S-Q-Q-Q. Uh, My indication is SQQQ deserves a cross-up at some point in time. Um, The RSI is so low right now. It's at 34. Uh, This MACD crossed down and it crossed down hard. It's going to take a lot to get it back up. You're at 47. I think anything under 50 on the SQQQ, you're probably safe at to, to go back to 55. You've got this gap down here at 41 to 43. If we get a, a year-end rally, that comes into play. Just yesterday's was just too hard to run. Um, D-Man. D-Man on the XPO. Remember we talked about XPO? D-Man said, yeah, I got this great one. It's XPO at 28. Ran up to 38 yesterday. And it gapped up yesterday from 34. I told him to get out because we were having that button hook. I was wrong. Full disclosure, I was wrong. Uh, By the way, you know who else was wrong? Jim Cramer. He's on CNBC right now. But if we go to um, uh, Meta, remember the day that Jim cried on air? That was when earnings happened and you were trading at 90, mm, 95 uh, right after earnings. Uh, well, candle after earnings. Yeah, it went down to about 95. It's at 110 right now. I am sorry. I misled you. Ba ba ba. What a dick. What a dick. Uh, but, XPO, uh, D-Man, you are a legend. Absolute legend. This is like Joe. Joe was a legend for that, that, you know, medical company that he said. And then he got out with a 20% gain, like, overnight. XPO, great trade, D-Man. Uh, you still have confirmation here. You know, it it, it it touched that nine day. It's well above that nine day at 38. I think you still got room to go. Um, Workday. Somebody brought out Workday. I don't know who it was. I forget who it was. But holy hell did Clouds, Cloud, Cloud stocks just ripped yesterday. Ripped. And I think you brought up Workday down here about 131. You're at 153 right now. Uh, great, great trade. Your earnings are coming up November ninth. Expect this to crash. There ain't no class. You know, your, your, your little rally here ain't going to do squat to help their earnings. You got these gaps up here, but you're still in a downward trending, uh downward trending stock. And the 200 day is below these gaps. So you really want to be careful. See those Bollinger bands. They're, they're kind of expanding out. That means the run might come to an end at some time. Uh, Tesla. Tesla moved yesterday big. Uh, it still didn't really break through that nine day. So you're still in a downward trend. Part of your danger with Tesla, and I, I've said this before, is Elon is buying um, Twitter. And when you buy, he, I shouldn't say he's buying Twitter. He bought Twitter. Got himself wrapped up in Twitter. He uh, tweeted out yesterday that bankruptcy is still viable for Twitter. Well, if bankruptcy is still viable, they're losing $4 million a day. He has sold, I think it was one or two days where he sold $4 billion worth of shares of Tesla. It's clear he's funding Tesla or funding Twitter. Uh, Is he going to go back to Larry Ellison? Is he going to go back to, I think it was JP Morgan? Uh, Is he going to go back to any of those guys for more money? I doubt it. I think he's going to fund this. If he does declare bankruptcy, it's to get debtors. Uh, There is a big April payment um, for debtors. So he's got to start making money now between, between now and April in order to make it viable for him to make that debt payment. If he doesn't, Uh, He is either going to sell an enormous amount of Tesla stock, which would crash this stock. As you've seen, I mean, he closed, what, uh, October? Look, look at what he's done since October. I think it was October 28th he closed. Look at what this stock has done since he closed on Twitter. This is all him selling. 100% it's him, him selling. So I, I think it's, you know, you want to be careful with Tesla. It has no, no, no positive realm. of. There are plenty of places you can put your money. Snowflake. We had a cross up. 145.21. You're trading at about 145 in pre-market. I think this 200 day right here at 162. I think you run to that if we're in a good year end rally. Uh, And I say, year-end rally, I think you hit 162. If we even see one update uh, next week, Um, I think that's it. So, you know, Snowflake is a better place for me than Tesla. They're both about the same P.E., let's say. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Snowflake's not making money. But their forward P.E. is 333. Let's see what Tesla is. Uh, I know it's lower. 34. So it's not realistic. But you know what? When Tesla was forward P.E. of 333, that was probably $20 equivalent on the stock. So look at what you can make with Snowflake if they turn out to be like a Tesla. Um, bu- 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 All cross-ups yesterday, significant ones. There's a couple of significant cross-ups yesterday that I wanted to point out. Apple is one. Not sure if I pointed it out. 146.80. Again, I think anything with the 140 handle, you're doing pretty well. Uh, I think anything with the one hundred thirty handle, you're a legend. I, I, that's the way I see it. Amazon. So Amazon doubled their workforce during the pandemic, and that's what they're dealing with. And just the announcement yesterday that they're taking a look at some potential layoffs moved them what ten percent yesterday from ninety six. Remember, there's a gap up here at one hundred five to one hundred nine. That's below the two hundred day. That 200-day is going to provide some level of resistance at 119 uh, when it gets up there. But I think you're looking at trying to fill this 105 to 108. And that's my take on Amazon. Here's the thing that you have to know. And here's why I say you maybe want to look at this one. Because even if you go down to, say, a $95 range, 90, say you go back down to the 80s, 88, two years from now, you'll be fine. That's how fast this company grows. That's how fast this company can turn around. That's how fast this company is. Name one person. And if you don't have Prime, don't buy the stock. If you don't have Prime, don't buy. If you have Prime, buy the stock. Pay your Prime by buying the stock and get paid back for it. Because you're ordering off of Amazon. If you go to Whole Foods, buy it. Buy, it. buy the stock. Buy Amazon. Because they still have growth in the grocery business. Um. If you run a company, and probably nobody is tuning into YouTube Live running, you know, be live on YouTube at 9 a.m. if you do run a company. But if, if you run IT in a company, you guys know you use Amazon Web Services. It's 100% that you use Amazon Web Services by the company. I, I'm just saying I think there's one there. Uh, there's also Google. And you guys know I've been a huge fan of Google because of the PE. It's so low. Um, you're not quite at that 200 day. You got a gap up here between 98 and 103. You're trading at 94. Uh, the buy in was 88.55. Look at how low that that, that um, MACD is. Now the RSI is at 55. Is it going to capitulate here? Uh, you know, between 95 and 100, probably. Um, let's look at some more recent volume shelves here. If I pull this, uh, over here, so we'll pull this back to August. And when you look at these volume shelves here, there's a lot more people holding at 97 to 101. That's going to be a magnet. And that's where the gap is. They're all holding. They're all holding. There's not a lot of people buying down here. These are all holders. The people buying down here, you're legends. Absolute legends. Um, let's look at Pan W. Uh, this is Palo Alto Networks. This is a leader in cybersecurity. Who's cutting back on their uh, cybersecurity? I don't know. But you filled this gap. Um, you're, that 200 day is going to provide some resistance at 170. You're trading at 163. But again, this is one. I think you just buy and hold it. I think my average purchase price is like 180 on this one, somewhere in that neighborhood. It might be 150. I might be good on this one. Um, but this had a cross up at 162. I think you're safe buying this one because I do think that you can hold this one. Shopify, I don't think they're making money. Let me look at their PE real quick. Shopify, if you don't know Shopify, yeah, their forward PE is still 960. So they are still super expensive. You just got out of this one with a 26 21% gain um as of yesterday because it crossed down. Um Did it really? Oh, yeah. The nine day crossed under the 21. So um, you're back in at 36. So got you in at 27 on October 17th. Got you out at 36. Got you right back in. Uh, Here's the thing about Shopify. Um, They make it super easy for you to set up an online store. And you don't have to sell through Amazon and pay the ridiculous fees that Amazon charges. Now, Amazon has all the shoppers. But if you can develop a brand that is very, very kind of eh, will pull you over, um, then I think you could you could do Shopify. Peloton uh, is one. You guys know I love the Peloton app. Love the Peloton app. Look at this run from seven fifty nine up here to nine ninety five. Great run. They got to deal with you know they're renting their bikes now. Um, that was a significant move. I still think that you've, now that you're above this 200 day, you could be looking at that 11 to $13, uh, gap being potentially filled again, if we're going for a year end rally, um, snowflake talked about snowflake, significant move up. I like it. Uh, target. So here's target. This is a good example of, uh, buy and hold. And, and I say that because you're trading above the 200-day. You still have this gap down here between 151 and 153. But they have their earnings coming up next week. And so I, I like this one. I think my average purchase price is like 111. You're about to get a cross-up. You're about to get a cross-up. It is up 0.38. It's trading at 165. I, I think if you can get a 150 handle on this one, you're doing even better. But I think, it, look at how it's capitulating here. You know, went up to 170 here back in late October. I like it. Uh, one that I need to set up all of these X companies, um, the spider sectors, uh, XLK is one that I particularly own. It got a cross up. This is the technology. It got a cross up yesterday at 128. I think that 200 days is going to provide some level of resistance at 132. Um, And again, when you look at these sectors, you know, that 200 day is is super important. We're still in a downward trending market. So some things to look at next week. Like I mentioned, Target is having their earnings as well as Walmart. I like Target a little bit better. And the reason I like Target a little bit better, we'll switch over here to Finviz. Target PE is 18. Uh, They are down 28% year to date. Here's a killer though. Walmart PE is 28. They are only down 1% year to date. So even though they have a significantly higher PE, they're only down 1%. Part of the reason is because Walmart is so heavy into groceries, they actually um, benefit from a quote-unquote recession tightening. And the reason is it brings more people into the stores. People tend to trade down from the Publix, from the... um, the uh the the whole foods um they go to krogers and they go to walmart so walmart is the ultimate destination for groceries and if you if you don't know that you should start shopping uh at target and see or i'm sorry walmart and see how much you save personally i can uh, kind of tell you that look at walmart's start you had a buy in here at 133 or 142 this is a bellwether and their earnings are coming up with a catalyst of a dividend next date as well. They don't have a huge dividend though. Um, shippers that are coming up next week Zim Integrated Shipping. This has been beaten down, beaten down unbelievably. You had a cross up here at 2445. This is one that has enormous uh, capital distribution in their um, dividends. They pay out enormous dividends. So if on their earnings they announce another huge dividend, you could see an enormous move in this one on the way up. Uh, shipping as well. Star bulk carriers, which is one that I've traded before. SBLK. Um, you had a cross up here at 1908. You're trading at 1987. It's kind of got it's, got its confirmation up there. You do have this gap here between 17 and 18. Um, and the resistance level would be that 200 day. This gap back here is filled. This gap back here is way above the 200-day. This gap between 21 and 21.55, probably more realistic that that one gets filled. You do have confirmation. The problem is the, the RSI is at 60. It's a little bit high, but their earnings are coming up November 16th. Figured I'd bring that up. Two other retailers that are big next week are Lowe's and Home Depot. We'll be watching these. These got a huge move up yesterday. Um, November 9th, the afternoon, a buy in on uh, Lowe's was at 188 on the algorithm. Would have been great, would have been fantastic, would have been, could have been, should have been. The MACD is high. The RSI is at 69. I probably wouldn't buy this today. Same thing for Home Depot. This is what drove the Dow yesterday. It's just because it was beaten down so much. 300 is the pivot point on this one. You're above the 200 day for the first time since uh, August and the volumes there look at the volume your earnings are coming up November 14th but the RSI is at 70 you just don't want to buy it right now but earnings are coming up who knows what they say could be a good one as far as retailers go TJX um, this is one that I think Stephanie link always kind of harps on I think she's the one buy-in back here on September 30th at 63 or trading at 73 you still have all the confirmation in the world Problem is the RSI is at 65. Kind of run its course past its ex-dividend date. Um, You're clearly, clearly using that 200-day as the support level, which is right at 64. So uh, should have seen that one. But great company, good one. NVIDIA reports earnings next week. Uh, This starts the chip sector. This has been a legendary run from the bottom at 123. Um, all the way up to 157 right now. Your RSI is at 72. There's no reason to buy this right now. Look at that MACD run that you can see all the way since August. uh, The MACD has been running up. The stock price kind of went down midway, but then had a legendary run up. Covered all these gaps you're going to use. Just past the 200-day, you're going to use that 200-day as probably a resistance level. I can't imagine that it stays above there very long. Um, they will be looking at the inventory levels and how they sell. Remember, NVIDIA also said they developed a chip that can get um, away from the uh, uh, from from the China. They can ship it from the US to China without any uh, national security issues. Cisco is one that reports, this one's boring. This is how I paid for my college. Uh, it's using the 200-day support level. Eh. 45 I think if you can get this one closer to 40 you'd probably be better. it ain't going anywhere. it is what it is. You just don't see it moving around. Sonos is one this is an interesting one. I almost traded this one I think at nine dollars um uh previously earnings wise uh we'll go back let me look at a weekly because I think this was way back when um uh, let it was during the pandemic yeah it was right around here. And I said, you know what? I want to buy into this at 13. Um, Because the rumor was that Apple might be buying them. And that continues to be the rumor. Uh, But Apple's probably not buying them. Um, But they do have their earnings coming up next week. I saw this on the earnings chart. I said, you know, this is interesting. Cross up here at 1471. The RSI is high. It's at 64. No reason to buy it right now. Keep an eye on it uh i think it's going to use that 200 day as its resistance level so it's only like 40 cents up but i brought it up because i do like that one um oh i guess i i dropped live from instagram uh bed bath and body works uh bbwi this is one that um was a retail favorite i don't think it's a retail favorite But why I wanted to bring it up was look at how it's hugging that 200 day. Something's got to move here. They're most likely going out of business. That's what I would say. But I don't shop there. BABA had a cross up a little bit earlier at 68. We're trading at 72 right now. It's up 5% in the pre-market. Hasn't made a huge move. But China Singles Day is going on right now. Could be a good one. Uh, This is a beaten down stock. Uh, Macy's. God, Macy's on this last earnings. Um, I think this was the earnings that I traded. I traded one earnings. must have been this one. May. (coughs) Excuse me. It must have been May. Uh, I traded that earnings. Made some money on that one. That was a great earnings period. Um, this earnings, eh, it was okay. Uh, you can see we've had quite a run up from 1636 to 20. Uh, Back in late September, it was at $16. This was when the consumer was falling apart. We were raising rates. Things were going to go crazy. Macy's was going out of business. You've passed that 200-day. You're going to use this 200-day as support at 18 here. I don't know that this gap um, matters unless you cross that 200-day between now and November 16th. If you do cross that 200-day, this gap comes back into play. Uh, But you can clearly see with uh, yesterday's move, uh, if I can span this up, that we're about to cross up on the MACD. That's a pretty bullish sign. Now, remember, earnings, they can say something that just whacks stuff out. But uh, and earnings next week, uh, PanW, which is Palo Alto Networks. We talked about this is the number one cybersecurity thing. You know, 162 was the cross-up. You're trading at 164. I own this at about 180. Nobody's cutting back on this. So it's a Friday. I'm not going to go over all the scans because there's just way too many. Um, let me look at some of the comments. Uh, Morning, Jesse. I heard a great way someone put it. <laughs> yeah, selling Prime Steak. The, 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 yeah. Elon's selling Tesla stock, which is selling Prime Steak for a $3 slice of pizza. I like Twitter. If you guys haven't been on Twitter, get back on Twitter. I like it. I think their algorithm is better. Um, I think it's showing me more interesting things. Um, I have noticed that threads get more um, uh, popular than actual single posts. So I'll probably be posting threads. One thread that I'll probably post is guide to trading. I'm going to take the uh, uh, Jim Cramer's 25 tips on trading, on, on investing and uh just say I've got one tip on investing inverse Jim Kramer. Um but do, do, do. <clears throat> uh, Snow, yeah, 160. I like Snow. I I really like Snowflake. Um higher dividend on Target. Target could announce a higher dividend. Um, if you if you noticed, if you've been in targets, they've slowed the uh the um uh, the redo on some of their stores. I think they take some of that capital and I think they give it back to shareholders. So, uh, hey Mike, happy to have you here on live. It's more fun and wait till I take the headphones off and then we can really get into it. (laughs) Um, You want to take a look at MPLX? Yeah, MPLX, so here's what MPLX is and check with your, you, you know, I have it in an IRA and I still have to pay taxes on it. There's something about, um, some tax situation. Now, mind you, Fidelity does this 100% for me. So I care pretty much less. But um, MPLX has their dividend coming up. Uh, look at what it's done. The past dividend went up afterwards. Um, this was just the collapse of oil. This is a, an oil company. I mean, let's look at MPLX. See if anybody, you know, upped their target on it. The PE is 10, so it's a little bit year to date it's up 14% it's got an 8.3% yield um, Bank of America underperformed with a $34 price target, why are you saying underperform um, when it's oil I mean, this is energy infrastructure logistics uh, it operates two segments, logistics and storage companies involved in gathering and processing transportation of natural gas natural gas I mean, you know, they're, they're pipeline co- I mean, this is oil and gas midstream. uh this was a spinoff, I believe from Exxon. so uh I like it. you want to buy it, you can buy it. I think my average purchase price is about seven on this one. <laughs> just to be perfectly, I mean, to be completely transparent, um, I bought it way back when uh I think I bought it about here in April, so maybe my purchase price is around 13. Uh it hasn't split, so maybe it's just because um did I buy it here? I may have bought it March. I did start investing. This is where um this is the time and period where see the Bollinger bands are super, super wide and it's down on the downside. Um, this was when oil went negative. And so I bought a couple of things. I bought MPLX, I bought Exxon, um, I think I bought Chevron as well. Um just because I knew those companies couldn't go bankrupt and they would still be around. MPLX was a little bit uh, of a risk um, because they had, their dividend yield at that point was somewhere near about 60% because they were paying the same amount of dividend, but the stock price was so low. Uh, oil went negative. I wound up buying UCO and UCO uh, reverse split. And so I lost, you know, close to probably high five figures in that one um, when it went negative And I just got out. I took the loss because I had so many other gains from from that year in COVID. Um, in fact, MPLX was one of those gains because after the third quarter dividend, which was about this time in 2020, I think I got out of it um, right about. Let's see. It was right about here. And so I had, I th- that's why I think my average purchase price was around seven here because I got out of a lot of it here um, at about 22 and I just took the dividend and moved on. Uh, and then I wound up buying it back through this period um, and I haven't bought it since, but I bought it in somewhere in 2021. It's a great company. It does have its risk. Um, if you were getting into oil and you know nothing about oil, I would move you towards XLE uh, Chevron. I would move you more towards Exxon. I would move you more towards Devon. MPLX is just one that it provides that high dividend to its uh, to it, its 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 shareholders. Uh, but I'll show you this this company basically it just gives back to its shareholders. That's it. And the only reason it's going up is because of the price of oil. And and this little cinch right here would tell me. Uh, it's going down because look at that. That's that's the last cinch that we saw. And where did it go? Went right down. And that's not because of COVID. This is just energy right there because COVID did not bring this one down. This is 2019. This is a monthly chart. So I, I would say you're still you still have confirmation from a monthly standpoint. I just think there's better places for you to buy into energy. But MPLX, again, great dividend. It's coming up. Um, my guess is if we run the strategy tester on this one, um, let's see, we're just going to run the, uh, and I think, I think you uh, uh, Instagram is just taping it for me. Um, let's see. Yeah. you $30 buy-in. You're at 34. You've made your 10%. You'll get an 8% dividend. They may announce a bigger dividend. Who knows? But it's a great company. So, okay, you guys have a great weekend. I'm going to go on YouTube Live. I'm going to see what the hell happened with Instagram. Um, have a great weekend. And, and kudos to anybody that made money yesterday. Um, and thank you guys, all that tipped me. Thank you, everybody. Um, I am so happy when we have updates. Um, probably more happy than you guys. Um, just because I know all the listeners are kind of happy as well. So if you have any questions, hit me up. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. The link tree is down below. See you. It's time to get inappropriate on YouTube Live. So.